Skies. Joining me in the studio this morning is Warren County Sheriff Martin Edwards. Good morning, Sheriff. Good morning. I gave you a good forecast. I like it. Yeah. Don't put those golf clubs away yet, or perhaps the motorcycle? Yeah, the motorcycle might be out of service for the rest of the year. Uh, actually, if the weather's good, I'll probably go out and help my relatives farm this weekend. So That's a good idea. Get those final beans done, and, yep. and uh, help is always a good thing. And... Uh, I would, believe it or not, I hate saying this, but um, I was looking at the long-term forecast and uh, yesterday through the National Weather Service, looking good this week into next week, but then they mentioned snow at the end of the month. Don't be using them four-letter words in here. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, keep that stuff away. But yeah, that's why we got to get to some of our uh, final things done in the farm. Well, we do, and... Uh... I think that kind of leads us into what we want to talk about this morning, and that's some highway safety. Um, yes, guys are starting to wind down a little bit. The crops are almost out, but that doesn't mean fall work is done by a long shot. Uh, there'll be people out now that the ground's getting colder. Uh, there's going to be a lot of anhydrous tanks out moving around. Uh, the toolbars uh, to put it into the ground are going to be pulled up and down the road. And, of course, you're going to have, uh, you know, uh, chisel plows, just big implements that are still going to be running up and down the road uh, pretty much up to the time we really get a good snow. Mm -hmm. So uh, the, the, the caution that I would put out there is, again, there's still going to be big equipment out on the roads. Uh, we're losing daylight right now. Uh, and as people are trying to get in a hurry to get this done, they're going to be working longer hours at night. Uh, so there's just going to be a lot of movement out there. So uh, certainly you see those flashing yellow lights ahead. You really got to slow down. And, and again, in hours of darkness, you, you might not see what's hanging off the front or the back of that machine. Um, so passing can be dangerous. Um, sudden left turns can be made. If you see a gate hole up there, you got to think maybe they're going to make a left instead of a right. And also keep in mind, you get up behind a combine real tight on the rear end of it. He's going to lose you in the mirrors just like a semi-driver would. So stay back there. Be patient. Uh, I know it takes a little time, and it gets a little exasperating. I uh, followed a combine for a mile on my way home yesterday, but sit back and enjoy the ride. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you're right. Um, daylight savings time is this weekend, so we're going to have more daylight in the morning and, and less in the evening and early uh, afternoon. It's going to start to fade, and that's but our farmers will still be out taking care of field work. So please slow down and be cautious and put that phone down. Keep the phone down. Pay attention to what you're doing on the road. Uh, we talked off very briefly about, you know, a pretty darn bad accident that happened Sunday. Uh, and this is a case where uh, a man on a tractor, an open platform tractor, which means no cab, no ROP system on it, uh, a car attempted to overtake that tractor for whatever reason, crowded back in, clipped the rear wheel of it, and, and caused a crash. Uh, the tractor operator was seriously injured, and the occupants of the car were lucky because it rolled over, but there was no serious injuries. But, again, what was the rush at, at this point? And that was just a tractor and a loader. There should have been the ability to look around it and pass safely. So uh, I think getting in a hurry uh, had a lot to do with that. Uh, and some inappropriate driving techniques. There were citations issued in that case, obviously, but uh, just think how much more time would have been saved if the person just held back a little bit, made sure it was safe to pass. And this happened during daylight hours. Right. 
uh, at night, of course, it's going to be a lot more dangerous and tricky. Uh, they're not going to drive 10 miles on those things, but they are going to be moving from one field to the next. So, uh, again, I know it's a little exasperating, but just figure like you're waiting on a train at this point and, and get there safely. Yes, safety uh, first. And, uh, of course, it, we don't want accidents like what happened on Sunday. So that's the main thing is, is safety and taking care of each other. Yep. It'll be all right. Slow down and hang out for a little bit and listen to the radio. Listen to the radio. All right. We also have to talk about winter preparation because it's always, since living here, um, it's always that first one, that first snowstorm or first icy you know, patch that happens that gets people and they have to remind themselves to hold up and slow down and, and prepare with caution. I think we all have to get our, our winter wheels back underneath us that first time, but uh, inevitably, when we get that first icy day, we, we have a lot of crashes that we have to go to. Uh, again, it's one of those situations where try to leave for work 10 or 15 minutes earlier than normal and slow down. Um, and every year we talk about this and, and uh, we still run into the problems. If, if there's really, we, we've got wonderful technology these days. You, you're going to know one, two, three days ahead of time. Uh, when the ugly storms are coming and that's so much time to make preparation for these blizzards and snowstorms and yet inevitably we have people that that for whatever reason think that they're exceptional they'll go out and get stuck in the middle of it uh, with no no preparation warm clothes a candle some food water plenty of gas in the tank all the things that they should have done ahead of time and then start expecting to be rescued well my cars aren't any more magical than yours, uh, and if you couldn't get through it, I can't get through it. And unfortunately, I know a couple years ago, we were, what was it, 2018 maybe? I'm not sure now, but we had a pretty bad storm where people were stuck for, you know, 12, 14, 18 hours out there. And that's just the way it is. You can't get to them. So obviously the first thing we want to do is avoid being out in the first place. Uh, and I hear it, people got to go to work. I, I understand that, but you might have to come to town ahead of time, think about getting a room, uh, something, just, just to stay out of it. So uh, if, if there's no unnecessary travel, don't do it. You know, stock up ahead of time. So, again, be prepared, and, and certainly when those first snows come out about, slow it down, make sure you got your seatbelt on, your headlights work, you got good windshield wipers, all your car maintenance needs to be taken care of. Strong battery, antifreeze levels up, and, and just be prepared to go out and and uh, travel in it. Okay. Let's hope that snow holds off. Let's. We don't need it till like Christmas. We don't need it at all. Well, you got to have a white Christmas, right? All right. Maybe one day. Then, then none for January, February. You think that's possible? Has that ever happened here? <sighs> oh, it probably has at some point, but uh, let's just hope for an early spring this year. <laughs> also, you wanted to mention an unfortunate uh uh, telephone calls that you're getting about uh, passing school buses. Uh, that happens from time to time. And uh, you might have noticed the school buses have got different lighting systems on them now. The first time I saw one ahead of me, I thought it was a fire truck. Because uh. uh, instead of just, you know, simply flashing back and forth like the railroad signals, they've, they've got the, the multi-flashing LEDs on them now, which, by the way, I like them. I, I do think they're really good attention getters. Uh, and when you see those blinking red lights on those school buses, that means stop. 
if you don't and the complaint is made, uh, it's a mandatory court appearance and it's a three-month suspension. Three months for passing that school bus. And it's not the aggravating factor or, or the fact that you pass it. It's the fact you put kids in danger. Uh, and, again, going back to the fact kids are going to be getting on and off the bus uh, in, in uh, darkness, you know, for the next several weeks. So that makes it even more imperative that, that, that drivers obey that, uh, stop for that school bus. Uh, you're trying to ensure that some child doesn't get hurt. That's the most important thing. Uh, but you're not in that darn much of a hurry. If you are, uh, we're going to cool your heels uh, in the courthouse for a while. Uh, and you'll be walking for three months. So, again, is it worth it to get in a hurry? Right. We're talking with Sheriff Martin Edwards about road safety this fall with our farmers on the road, slow-moving implements, uh, also winter preparation, and um, uh, keeping people safe uh, as far as the school buses are concerned. Uh, also, when you were here last time, we were talking about catalytic converters being lifted uh, and stolen, uh, people being caught on camera, wandering around, possibly looking uh, for something to, to take that's not theirs. Uh, how's that coming along? It seems like that's dropped off a little bit. I, I don't know if they got all the catalytic converters they could find, but uh, we uh, lately I haven't seen any complaints uh, on our desk. But throughout the year, it kind of goes back to burglaries. We're always going to have those uh, sheds broken into. And just just a word to the wise, and again, we talked about this the last time. you got to take the keys in the house these days and not leave them in the car uh, and make sure it's secured. It's, it's kind of amazing to me sometimes. We get uh, theft complaints about cash and or firearms being stolen from vehicles. That's, that's not a proper storage area for that kind of stuff. It needs to come in the house and be secured, uh, you know, to deter those thefts and lock your cars, lock the shed doors. And I've heard arguments that it's easier to replace the tools in that shed door that gets kicked in. Uh, but there are some pretty sturdy doors out there that can be bought with some good uh, locking systems. And cameras, if you can afford them, uh, good quality cameras instead of the grainy ones uh, helps a little bit. Okay. And uh, as far as the firearms and the cash, those are getting stolen just straight out of the vehicles? They're not locked? It's, ha it's happened. Okay. It has happened. I didn't know if they were actually breaking and entering into that vehicle. More often than not, no. Okay. And, and I'm not saying it's happened lately, but it has happened in the past. I, I know sometimes in the small towns we have problems with and normally it's youth going through cars trying to look for, for change and gotcha. things like that. But just secure your, your car and, and anything extremely valuable, purses, wallets, things like that. Just try to remember to take them in the house. Okay. All right. How are things at the jail? Uh, they, they continue. We're, uh, our populations have been hitting around 20, 21 uh, lately. Um, obviously, we're still earnest in our pursuit of of getting a new facility. I, I'm glad that people ask me about it from time to time. Uh, we're, we are moving forward, uh, looking for a place to put it. Um, and there are, there are plans. I, I have actually the, uh, the architectural drawing in hand and have uh, made some check marks and changes on it. So uh, really excited about this. I, I, I have a good feeling. I, I've heard a lot of positive comments from the public and certainly hope people you know, share that with their friends and neighbors that this is something we, we have to do. Um, that that facility is just not making it anymore. 
Uh, our friends in Henderson County are in, in the same position. I've been talking to them and, you know, quite not to, not to talk about what they have going on, but, but I know that they're kind of in the same position we are. And uh, everybody's just trying to, to, uh, to conform with what the state rules are. But not only that, I just think we could create a safer environment uh, for our employees, which is very important too, as well as the people that we house in there. So uh, it's the right step. It's something we need to do. And I'm, I'm glad to see that, that the, the whole county board seems to be uh, behind that. So now it would be a good time to do it, even though economically things don't look so hot right now uh it's it's still something that's got to be pursued okay and finally uh next tuesday you're going to join us for our cybersecurity uh panel uh next tuesday that'll air back from noon to one right here on wram uh, going to try to help people learn ways to help protect themselves and let them know what's out there for 2022 and the holiday season of 2021 um, we're fortunate enough to have you and other law enforcement, our local banks, um, security information officers um, from Monmouth College, and of course, uh, the Better Business Bureau will be here. They're dealing with this every single day, and uh, a special agent with the FBI Criminal Division out of Springfield. Uh, I think that's great that you're going to get some uh, some functional experts on, on the air uh, to maybe give a little bit more in-depth uh, explanation on how these things come about. You know, locally, we, we take scam and fraud complaints frequently. Um, but you have to realize, again, you're dealing with people that are thousands and thousands of miles away. They, uh, you know, I, I got a scam call the other day at, at work, and uh, I guess having nothing better to do at the moment, I, I teased the guy along and then tried calling him back, you know, well, once he got mad at me and hung up. Well, after about the third or fourth try, phone number was disconnected. Wow. They're just that fast. So... Uh, they're fast movers. Uh, they're not going to waste time on you if they know you're on to them. But it's so unfortunate that, that people fall into that. Um, yeah. Trying to get your personal information from you, uh, bank account numbers, social security numbers, things along those lines, just don't do it. If somebody calls you and they initiated the call, you can almost bet that it's some type of a scam. Hang up on them. Uh, it's just too late when, you, when you've given them the money. Yeah. It's, it's too late. Uh, and it's unfortunate, and we don't like it, and they prey on the elderly. Um, but at that point, there's little we can do other than guide you to the, you know, the, the credit uh, agencies to try and do something to salvage what you got. So, uh, again, this will be a good show for people to tune into. Okay. Sheriff, thank you so much for all the updates. You're welcome. Thanks for the invitation. That is Sheriff Martin Edwards with us, a Warren County Sheriff on 1330 WRAM and FM 94.1.